0: Uh, Here we go, listeners. As promised from last week, my very special guest, the Queen of Mod. This is the lovely Dinah Lee. How are you this afternoon, Dinah?
1: I'm very well, thank you. Oh, thank you. Still alive and kicking, which I'm glad. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, thank you before we start, before I start hammering you with questions. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. It's such a pleasure, and I want to just let you know, you're the first female I've actually interviewed on my program. And I don't know why that is because I'm not a sexist or anything like that. <laughs> but um I sort of I like to interview the artists that my listeners ask me for. And when right. I was when I was talking with uh, Jade Hurley a few weeks ago and Normie Rowe just last week, and they both mentioned this Three Legends tour, which we'll get onto a little bit later, um, they told me that you were part of the Three Legends tour. And I said to I said to Jade, Oh, you've got to give me Dinah's number. We have to talk to Dinah on the radio. So thank you so much, <laughs> Dinah. Thank you. No, I look forward to it. Okay. Well, look, if I can just take you back, take you way yeah. back, way back in time, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to, when you first, uh, to when you first became uh, uh, a bit of a pop sensation. You were only about 20 years of age when you had this first huge hit, which was, That's uh, right. don't you yeah. know, Kokomo. Tell us a little don't bit
1: you about... Know?
0: Yokomo. Yokomo. Yes. Not Kokomo. Yokomo. Yo-ko-mo. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a bit about that one, Dinah.
1: Okay. Well, um, of course, you know I I came up from uh, Christchurch to Auckland. You know to sort of try and hit the big uh, big time and, and the music scene because uh, you know that's where you had to go to 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 sort of make yourself known. Mm-hmm. And um, I worked around the clubs and I worked uh, little places like the Top Twenty and. Uh, all these little joints that you know, like people like Max Merton, and the Meteors work, yes. Ray Columbus the Invaders. We all did the same places, and I, um, I mean, I found Don't You Know Yoko um, And of course, I found Reap Petite. I just uh, I started singing them around around the places, of, you know, where I worked, and it wasn't until um, I was sort of uh, Found by um, a a management and started recording and and a a guy came to see me work in one of these places that I I went in and and recorded, uh, don't you know, Yoko Mo with Max Merritt and the Meteors Mm -hmm. and um, we just put it down and and of course in those days it's only a two-track, you know, we had to... um, put the the voice and the band down all at once and then come back for the second track and do vocal backings and hand clapping and all that stuff. Okay. And um there it was, don't you know Yokomo became a number one Around Australia and New Zealand. Absolutely. So that was my start in 1964. It
0: was indeed. And what a way to start. So you had you heard these songs? You said you got them, but they were written by American uh, songwriters and they were performed over there. So how did you hear about them?
1: Well, well of course, in those days, uh, you know, there weren't that many songwriters around, and, of course, most of them, the the big songwriters were, were in the drill um, building in New York, you know, where they used to write for all the big stars. Yes, yes. And um, I, just, I just listened to a lot of records, a lot of albums, you know. I listened to a lot of jazz. Mm-hmm. And, of course, soul was starting to sort of dwindle through because of the Americans coming over to New Zealand uh, to go down to the – you know, to to the Antarctic and all that, yes. and um, w- you know, w- they sort of brought a lot of records in mm-hmm. and um, managed to grab hold of these. And I just found, don't you know, Yokomo and Petite, You know, I I, I I just liked those songs, yes. and I thought, you know, I'll I'll sing them. And when it came to record, I said. Uh, let's record these and see how they go. And we, of course we did them with the Mersey sound that was out at the moment because the Beatles were huge in 1964. And it was that English sound with the uh, four piece backing band that, um, and of course made it, I made it my own the way I sung it. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, didn't sort of copy anyone I just did my own uh, version of it
0: yep. and the way it went and indeed in way it went and became a number one hit and then so did Repetite so you didn't actually I have know. a manager or somebody who said oh listen you've got to have these songs these are these are the sort no. of songs you picked those yourself
1: I picked those myself wow. because in those days you know you didn't really have a management. I mean, I did get management when I um, was first discovered on a tour. You know, mm-hmm. with Max Mert and the yes. Meteors. they they got me on a tour um, very early in 1964. I was I was their last resort. They tried all the other girl singers, and Max suggested me. And I was in Christchurch at the time, and I flew up to the North Island and uh, started on the tour and. the the management and promoter of that tour went ah okay I you know I don't mind her she looks good and of course I just had that mod look done yes so of course the audiences went crazy because I'd never seen anything like that Uh before especially in New Zealand and um, uh, of course I, I joined the stables of Max Merrick, Peter Pose, and all those big stars that were in New Zealand. And um, he just organised a, a Viking Records, uh, which I recorded on back in New Zealand, to come and have a look at me at the top 20 and asked me to come in and do a demo, which I did. And then that Wellington, the head office, came back and said, Recorder. So I re- went wow. in and just put down Don't You Know Yokomo and Rick just like that.
0: And in Australia, um, repeat that was actually a double A sided single, really, wasn't it? Because on the other side of it, you had "Do the Blue Beat." Now, was that something again? Bl- something you just well, thought, oh, it. gee, I like that song. I'm gonna that's gonna make me another number one hit.
1: <laughs> no, now "Do the Blue Beat." Would you believe was written by a guy uh, from America? Yes, and he sent it over, and I ha- hadn't really heard. The demo of it, and Max had put the backing down. Max Merton, mm-hmm. the meteors, and we—I was on tour or doing shows in Wellington, so I went into the Wellington studios and just put it down, right. um, doing at what I thought, you know, how it should go. Right, and bang—that was that was one of the biggest hit songs in the sixties of New Zealand, especially, and of course, it went quite well here in Australia, being. Being the flip side of Rick petite,
0: absolutely, absolutely.
1: I know.
0: Well, I'm going to play these. We'll th- yes, go on.
1: No, I'm just saying we really didn't have advisors in those days. You know, you just came up with what you thought would would be, you know, would be great. Because remember, the music industry back then was very new, especially for the for that pop Mersey sound that was happening in that early era, you mm-hmm. know, the early
0: yes. 60s. Yes, So yes. you yes. just
1: had to come up with your own thoughts and own ways to do things.
0: Well, Donna, I'm going to play that now. I'm going to play that as a triple play for you, and uh, we're going to be back with more Donna Lee straight after those songs, listeners. When you came to Australia... You yeah. had this rebellious sort of edge on stage, which which the teenage girls could really relate to. You weren't you weren't a sheep, so to speak. You you really led yeah. the pack. You weren't you weren't just yeah. one of these pretty sweet sounding girls. You hopped on stage, you owned the stage, you wore the clothes you 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 were wearing as you said, um, you know, the mod gear, um, yeah. and and I understand you were quoted. <laughs> Is saying that the mothers of Australia hated you. Now, tell us all about why mums hated oh, well, you. They,
1: well, they did because all the young girls wanted this crazy haircut right. with a long fringe that just about covered your eyes. Uh-huh. They all wanted to wear all these crazy clothes. And, of course, the makeup in those days was very pale with big black eyes, you know, and yeah. it, it, that was, you know, I sort of sort of started that trend and well you know um of course we're coming out of an era where uh, when you went to the town or into the city you wore hats and gloves and you know it was that sort of uh, era and then all of a sudden this mod look happened with this crazy clothes hairdo and makeup no wonder the mothers hated me because you know the, the girls wanted to be rebellious the same. And, um, you know, it was just a, a, a new era where um, girls were starting to stand up for themselves. And it was rock and roll, and it was the Beatles, it was the Who, it was all these wonderful, you know, songs and, and uh, rock and, and fashion that came out of England and hit Australia and New Zealand.
0: Well, when you were on stage, I mean, you didn't you didn't get up there and, and, and sing like a, a sweet Olivia Newton-John or something. You really got up there because I've looked at some footage <laughs> of you. You kind of remind yeah. me of a female version of Billy Thorpe because he just gets up there and he belts it out and he does it as hard as he possibly could when he was with us and you're a bit like that. I mean, you're not like that in real life, I I don't imagine. Do you have a different sort oh, of stage no, no. persona or...?
1: Yeah, well, of course, Phil.
0: I'm a little bit older now, calm down a bit. Okay. Um, Well, you're um, only seventy-seven years young, my darling. Maybe I shouldn't have. Maybe I shouldn't have divulged that. A gentleman. I don't mind (laughs) it too. I'm
1: very proud of it. I've hung in there for all these years. You you have indeed. Yep. Yep. No, I I I still bop about the stage, but not as much. You know. Uh But in those days, it was just, that's how I felt. That's how I, uh, I had no uh, image maker. I had no um, person to show me how to, uh, to to dance and to move on stage. I ju- You just did it, you know. Yeah. And, and I think that's why, um, you know, everything today is quite manufactured where then you just, did what you did and just you know that's how i felt it should be and how the song should be presented and belted out and and of course happy you know those were happy happy times and uh, and it's fun music you just had fun you know it wasn't sort of all uh, manufactured just got out there and did
0: it yeah well i mean music of today is very is very especially if you're talking about stage performance because they spend so much time and effort into getting the lighting right and they've they've got a whole a whole um, crew of dancers or whatever if you're talking about female things that usually dance around behind them and so on and so forth
1: well that that's it you know i mean highly choreographed Yes, uh, when we went on tour, you kind of helped load in the gear.
0: (laughs) Oh,
1: no. Yeah, it was that sort of uh, era. But now, of course, um, everything was – I mean, I love the way they do it today. I think it's fantastic, you know. Like, it's really come a long way um, from that time. But you can't – I mean – the rawness of those
0: early days is just still magic. Yes. Well, they were uh, they were really, really innocent days, I think, despite the fact that people thought that, you know, the, the boys might have thought they were tough and the girls were a bit rebellious. Nothing by today's standards. So, you know, it was all about having fun and, you know, it, it wasn't like today. And, and, I mean, if I could put myself into a time capsule, I'd definitely want to go back to the 60s and, and relive some of those experiences, that's for sure.
1: Well, you know what? I talked to a lot of young people today and they mm-hmm. said, oh gosh, I wish we came through the 60s. It just seems so much fun and we love the fashion. Yeah. So, you know, it's sort of, but of course you've got to move with the times, you know, it's got to, yeah. you've got to go with go with the flow and move with the times and this is what's happening today. But, of course, we've
0: still got a lot of baby boomers out there who still love all that music. Oh, look, absolutely, which which is going to bring me to another subject. I won't just mention it yet, but I do want to ask you about The Long Way to the Top, which was a baby boomer thing, which I actually attended that. But before yeah. we get on to that, I've got a question yeah. that's just a burning, burning question here. Now, <laughs> I, I would like to know, you appeared on a television show way back in the day wearing yes. Bermuda shorts that caused an yes. absolute ruckus. Now tell us all about that.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes, well I I remember the that I had Bermuda shorts that were burnt orange yes. with a hot pink top. Uh-huh. Uh, and would you believe I had shoes to match that were burnt orange and hot pink. <laughs> that did cause a ruckus and I remember um, doing a club in Sydney, and I wore see through hot pants. Well, that even caused a more ruckus, oh, you know, goodness. because.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: But, you... you know, oh, I mean, how dare I? <laughs> but, you know, and of course, then our mini skirts just got shorter and shorter. Yes. But, you know. But now they hardly wear anything, so really we were quite covered. <laughs> so,
0: so do you remember the show it was, what was the name of the show that was on, or no? Too far back. Probably. Uh,
1: the Bermuda shorts yes. on television. Yes. Yes, it was a bandstand, okay. and it was from the My Music Bowl. Okay. In uh, down in Melbourne, and um, they recorded a bandstand there, and the, I don't know there was ah. Oh, I can't remember, okay. 100,000 kids, and that's when uh, uh, it, they came out and all chanting, Up Diner, Queen of the Mobs.
0: <laughs> Up Diner. Well, you are Queen of the Mobs. <laughs> I, I still oh, no. believe you're Queen of the Mobs, my dear.
1: But I don't right. understand. I started it. You I did? started that fashion down here, yep. down under, uh-huh. and, you know. 1963 I started that before I even... Uh, started recording, so go back a long way.
0: Now, tell me, why do you think Bermuda shorts would have caused such a ruckus? I mean, you're telling me you did something else wearing see-through hot pants. My goodness, you would have thought they would have thrown you in jail and threw away the key.
1: (laughs) Well, let me tell you another story. I was nearly thrown in jail, actually. Um, The the, the, um, Parliament discussed me, discussed... uh, (laughs) They were having a discussion on me because I defaced the Queen's flag way back in, in I can't remember, 1966, I think it was. I bought a, um, a Union Jack from the, from the disposal store, had uh, cut it up and made a, a top of it and wore it on bandstand. Well oh, wow. I mean, did I cause a ruckus? How dare I deface the Queen's flag, Absolutely. you know? Absolutely. But then all of a sudden... Um, Bags came out with uh, you know the Union Jack and and it was okay, but uh, of course here in Australia they they were a little bit um, they didn't like that you no. know, but that no, was fun.
0: Yes, and and, and uh, I mean you didn't mean any harm by it. You weren't you weren't really. Oh no no no, no. it was you know Innocent like Just
1: wore the Union Jack. It was. Yeah. Um, hey, you know this is this is what you did. and of course, there's now Union Jack flags or, or tops or whatever is everywhere.
0: So, what was the what was the see-through pants business all about? Was that for a photo shoot or something? Or because I know What's Jeff Duff did something similar in England. Um, he wore like a body stocking. Yeah, no, no, no. You said you said you wore some see-through oh, hot see-through. pants. Yeah, what was that oh, all about?
1: God, yeah. Uh, well, I wore, uh, they were black uh, see-through yep. and sequins put in the right place. Okay, yep. And I wore a black see-through blouse, but underneath you did wear a body stock.
0: Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you had, like, you know, and uh, so, but it just looked like you were wearing nothing. Absolutely, and of course, yeah. um
0: the club where I performed at weren't
1: that impressed. No, no. But, well, I. But,
0: um, <laughs> so was that like for a publicity thing, or were you doing a performance? No, or I just a performance. Yes.
1: Yeah, oh, I just wow. wore them okay. for performance. Okay. Oh God, you, you've got to go out there and give them everything. So, you know, you've got to do
0: it. So you, you've sort of yeah. Well, the modern day sort of Kylie Minogue with her. Um, Gold pants,
1: or modern modern day Lady Gaga with a meat outfit.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Well, Jeff Duff, as I was about to say, Jeff Duff did something similar when he went to England. He wore a body stocking in front of. uh, number Ten Downing Street there, and by yeah. all by all appearances across the road, it looked like he was naked, but he was in fact wearing a body stocking, and he was arrested for that. <laughs> but uh, and and I mean Jeff's such a nice guy. You don't know if you've ever met Jeff, but Jeff's such a nice oh, fella. Yes, he doesn't. I've met yeah, he doesn't drink. He doesn't do drugs. He doesn't. No. He doesn't. Uh, he's a very fit. Uh, he's a vegan, but you know, I guess in his rock and roll days, he just liked to have a little bit of shock value. In a, in a harmless sort of way, if you know what I mean. But yeah,
1: well, yeah, we did all that. But remember, uh, you could shock easier in those days. Yeah, you know, where sure. now nothing, nothing is shocking. No. You know, but no. in those days, you. If you did something shocking, you were front
0: page. It was wonderful. <laughs> oh, <my goodness laughs> me. oh, you're making me blush. Oh, goodness <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, listeners, listeners, we're going to be back with more Dinah Lee straight after this. okay listeners we're back now with Dinah lee the queen of mod and i'm going to ask you Dinah what was it like for you doing the long way to the top tour with all those stars
1: now that was an experience i mean how great was that you know um we went through all the, the areas from the 50s 60s 70s and uh, we could have i don't think we touched on the 80s it was the early lot in, in that's right. 2002. Correct, yep. Um, what I loved about it was um, I, I could experience what it was like nowadays to have the full, uh, the, you know, everything, you know, the, the sound on stage, yeah. the lighting, uh, huge venues, of course, the entertainment centre, yeah. um, all these wonderful big uh, big venues that we worked plus a great orchestra band, um, vocal backing singers, the works, you know. Mm, and, yeah. and, of course, the audience just loved it, yes. you know. And so it, it's just – and those, all the people that run, of course, you, you know um, – Max Merritt, who now we've lost, we've you know. Lost him, Billy yeah. Thorpe yes, who he's now gonna, we've yeah, lost. Rock and roll heaven. Um yep. yeah, Easy Beats. Um yep.
0: Stevie Wright.
1: Stevie Wright. Yeah. You know. Just these wonderful, wonderful artists that yep. were um big big names from the from back then and still loved by the audience that were out front Absolutely. and um what a tremendous show that was! You know, that was absolutely it, it,
0: fantastic. It really was. Uh, it was
1: fabulous, and and it was just uh, so good to experience what it's like for the that the young uh, entertainers today just take for granted. You yeah. know, to to have this, all this um, sound and lighting and production, yes, which um, you know we never had. Back then, you know, mm-hmm. we were lucky to have foldback stage. <laughs> so did in you? Those days, you know.
0: Did you have to do any sort of rehearsals because there were dancers, you know, doing the go-go dancing and and all sorts of other things, or did they just basically say, "Right, Dinah, you're up next. Here you go, and hand you a microphone." Oh, what oh, no. was it like? No, no,
1: oh no, we had rehearsals. Um, yep. yeah, Oh yes, there were rehearsals mm-hmm. and of course sound checks. Yep. Because this was a big. Production. It was. You know, you had to to be. It had to be right, and it was so good at rehearsals because all of a sudden you met people that I hadn't met before. You know, that had come up from Melbourne, that were big names back then that I hadn't seen for years and years, or some of the bands who who, members who had never met me before, and it was just. So good to to meet up with all these people, and of course our our dancers were all young and happening, and and it was it was fabulous.
0: Yes, I'm just I was I would imagine for for yourself with the artists that you would have known, it would have been a real trip down memory lane for you, wouldn't it? Catching up with these people living in other states and talking about the old pastimes, and
1: well, that's it. I mean, you know, of course, not forgetting. Ray Columbus, who has now yes, departed as yes, well yes. Uh, with She's a Mod, you yeah, know, and, yeah. and um, you know, meeting up with a couple of invaders that were playing in the band, you know, all these great musicians and, and wonderful performers that, yeah. um, that you know, it will, that 2002 one will never be seen again. I mean, <sighs> we did uh, 2012 um, with the newer artists and, um
0: you know, I'm I'm waiting to be asked to do the twenty twenty two one. Well, I'll be in I'll be in the front <laughs> row for sure. Because when they were talking I'd love about to doing do it, that. Yeah. Look, when they were talking right. about doing it, Michael Chugg and Billy Thorpe when they were sort of putting all that together and they're thinking, Oh, but will anybody want to buy tickets to all these old people? And I thought, My goodness, you cannot be serious. This is exactly what Australia's craving for, to get all these legends back on stage doing what they did so well back then and still doing it. Today as well, you know. I oh,
1: know. Wouldn't it be wonderful? I'd love to do a, you know, a twenty twenty two one. Who knows? Might have to put a, a yell out to Chuggy and say, yep. "Hey, why nice. not? Let's, let's, let's do it." Well, I'm still here.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and you're you are Before still here. We're
1: yeah, before we we're all, you know, disappeared and yeah. uh, you know,
0: be fabulous. Absolutely. So, do you still keep friends with with a lot of the people? Like, if you do, you, do you socialise with people that are like in the industry that are in Sydney or? I, it...
1: Well, yeah, of course I do. Mm. I mean, I, I you know I run into little Patty quite a bit. Yep. Uh, but just but so there's not many of us left, no. you know, mm. from that era and. Um, especially female seniors, yes. you know. I mean, um, you know, I, I talk to Colleen sometime, Colleen Hewitt. Yes. Um, I do communicate with Marsha, Marsha Hines. Marcia Hines, um, yes. You know, on Facebook and that. But, yeah. Um, you know, like, and, of course, in lockdown, it's been very hard at the moment.
0: Oh, yes, look, absolutely. To, to, yeah.
1: To, you know, to, to, to go out. And, of course, we haven't been able to leave um, – you know, our state, so, no. you know, so hopefully next year, you yes. know, we can do something and, of course, our tour's coming up and mm-hmm. everything like that.
0: Well, when I was talking to um, Normie last week, he was the guest on the show last week and and uh, Jade Hurley, was he was the guest with me about four weeks ago, he said that you three, the the three legends, had absolute sellout shows all around, everywhere. And Normie said you'd lost about 25 shows as a result of COVID, but they're all going to sort of come about next year, of course, hopefully.
1: Well, I hope they do because, you know, um, people are still wanting to hear this kind of music and it's just fun music and it takes people back. I mean, I look at the people in the audience and all of a sudden they look about 16 or 17 again, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, their faces light up yep. and it's, it's just good fun, good music and, you know, you can tap your feet and you can have a bit of fun with it.
0: Absolutely. And it must make you feel so proud to see them all singing, singing back at you. They know the words as if it was just on the top do. of the hit parade today and <laughs> we're yeah, talking in it, the 60s and... Yeah. Yep. Incredible. Yep. We
1: we, we want to get out there and and rock rock them again.
0: Absolutely. Well, what have, what have you got? Have you got any of your own shows? Because I know Normie said that you are doing the Three Legends next year, and you've got all those shows that were cancelled. They haven't been like completely cancelled. They've only been put on. Uh, on a standby until everything sorts itself right. out. What about you yes. as, a, as a solo? Have you, are you doing any other work other than the other than the, with those two boys?
1: Well, I'm not quite sure yet. I mean, I was, you know, I've supposed to have been back home to New Zealand
0: mm-hmm. for, a,
1: for a few shows there, yep. but of course I can't get across the Tasman. No, no. Um, in this business, Phil, who knows, you know? Yes. It's, it's a funny business, you um, you really don't know what's going to happen from one year to the next. Right. But, you know, I'll sort of look uh, to the uh, Three Legends and Concert Tour yes. to start and see how that goes. Yep. And And um, maybe that's all I want to do or if people offer me, if they want to give me money, I shall certainly go.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. Just, yes, just throw money at me. You know, yes, the, the, yes, the, the people so, in the poor seats but, clap your hands, and the ones in the in the in the uh, premier seats rattle your jewelry. <laughs> yes,
1: but I, I just want to do good shows now. You know, yeah. everything's got to be right. I mean, I've I, you know I've worked too hard. You know, it's been fifty five years yeah. since, or fifty six years. Yes, you know, yes. since I started out with um, you know recording. So I just um, I don't know. I, I never say retire but, you know, I'm sure one day, you know, I'll just say that so I quit on moving on. Yep. But um uh, you know, not yet. No. I hope not not just quite yet.
0: But I mean what would you do if you retired? Because I I, I I talk to people that are that are in your age group and they say, Well, this is what I love doing. It's all about the music, it keeps me young, it keeps me alive. I mean, whilst you can still do it and sound good and not be an embarrassment like meatloaf, for example, why wouldn't <laughs> you keep doing it? You know what well, I mean? Well,
1: hopefully, but it's so it gets harder. More, it's harder for a female, okay, because you know our voices change yes. quite a bit okay. than, than what uh, the men seem to keep their voices a lot stronger and better. I mean, you look at people like John Farnham and all that he really still hits those notes you know Um, I think it's a little harder for females I mean you notice a lot of female opera singers really really retire early because it's too much of a strain on the voice but um who knows while well, I'm still rocking I'm rehearsing I, I get in there and do some practice and I pretty well rehearse you know yes. quite a bit to to keep the chops up Absolutely, you know hopefully yeah. I can um but uh let's see what's happening and if it's you know oh, I'm sure I can. I know I can get out, you know, and still do my thing. Oh,
0: of course you can. Of course you can. Yes. Age is a number, and 77 is not that old nowadays. I mean, I know it is i know it is when you're performing. It's not like you're a, you yes. know. Well, performance does require hard work. It requires a certain amount of stamina. Oh, it does, You know, yes. I mean, yes. people think you yes. just get up there and sing, but there's, there's a little ah. bit more to it than just that, so I respect I, it. I reckon, I
1: think so, and, um, you know, like... It does take toll, you know. Yes. Um, I think that the high heels and strutting have, have gone a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll be in the lower heels. Oh, okay.
0: Not so, All right. Not
1: so much strutting, but I'll, yeah, you know, who knows? Um, um,
0: or maybe a pair of orange Bermuda shorts.
1: <laughs>
0: oh, golly, I won't scare the audience that much. No. <laughs> oh, crikey. Donna, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you, my dear. I, I knew it'd be oh, fun. Thank you. I knew it'd be fun. When I spoke with Jade Hurley and, and he passed on your details to me, did he actually tell you that he gave me your number? No. Oh. No, he,
1: he, no, I haven't. I've spoken to him quite a bit, yeah. but, you know, yeah. he, he didn't.
0: I was going to say, he
1: didn't
0: say naughty boy, he just he shouldn't be passing around your number like that. I could have turned out to be yeah. some crazy fan stalker <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know he, he's pretty cool of course, Dave's of course, cool. I'm yes. just joking
0: he's a, he's a great guy, and so is Normie. and you must have so much fun touring with those guys and being in their company because they are two absolute perfect gentlemen, they really are
1: oh they are and yep. and, and, and I love you know yeah. it's it's a it's a great trio isn't it absolutely our, you know so you know we're going we're just going to get out there and have a bit of fun
0: fantastic will you keep and doing let the
1: it the audience
0: have fun you keep doing it as long as you keep doing it and if you've got any upcoming shows of your own or any oh i don't know if you're going to be appearing in anything or if you've got if you decide to just you know wake up in the middle of the night and write a brand new number 1 hit Make sure you let me know, and I'll make sure it gets lots of oh, airplay for you.
1: Definitely will.
0: Fantastic. I
1: will. Thank you. Thank
0: you so much for your time, Dinah Thank Lee listeners, the Queen of Mod. Thank you, Dinah.